Welcome to Looking Back at Gawler's History Through the Pages of the Bunyip once again. And I'm here with Kay. Hi, Kay. Hello, Jeanette. And today we're reading from January the 24th, Wednesday, January the 24th, 2024. So to kick off with 150 years ago, which is 1874. Wow. Serious result of stupid manual writ. Well, that's quite a heading, isn't it? On Saturday evening last, a young man called Richard Ward, returning home with some companions, the party commenced improving the occasion by that senseless exhibition of manual wit peculiar to John Bull, known as jostling, when the stupid and unintellectual fun quickly resulted in Ward being thrown or falling to the ground and breaking his arm. Dr Popham's aide was called to the case and subsequently the patient was sent to the hospital. So they were bit of tomfoolery and what a way of describing just a bit of mucking around but of course the arm break if it was a compound fracture back then was fatal so an arm break could be pretty serious that's true yeah yeah yep. good old dr popham yes yeah that would have been the son by now this would have been the son practicing not the oh, father did the... he practice as a doctor as well yes yes so what happened is when the Original Dr. Poppin died, his wife took over for a few years, and then I think it was son by the first marriage took over as uh, the practice. So, and the wife was second wife, I believe, that was practicing as a doctor. So, yes, there was several Poppins, Dr. Poppins. Yes, mucking around. Yes. 100 years ago, considerable damage wrought to property. Residents at Gawler South had an anxious time shortly after midnight on Friday last when the cool change was preceded by a tornado that did immense damage to property but fortunately did little injury to human life. The block road was choked with debris and the electric light and postal wires were strewn in every direction, tangled and twisted and almost every home showed the effects of the storm. The block road, that would be the Adelaide road, wouldn't it? The block road? I think Because the blocks were down there, or was that further out? Further west, I think. But I'm not sure where Maybe the block road was, because blocks Street. was, yeah, sort of Evanston Park. Yeah, oh, OK. Yeah. Right. That's a, I think there was a really, like a tornado, basically, in Gawler South, not long before we... Oh, oh yeah. always getting little tornadoes. Yes, yeah. So, 50 years ago... John Farnham visit. Pop idol Johnny Farnham was draw card for the youngsters at a recent Greyhound race meeting at Princess Park, Gawler. He was pictured in the club rooms signing the arm of one of his fans, Wendy Jones. Also pictured are from left, Sue Connolly, Steve Gates, the Bunyip's Greyhound writer and Elizabeth Farrar. <laughs> and it's a very young looking John Farnham there. Yes, well... I guess 50 years ago. Once upon been... a time, well, he would have been in his 30s. How old yeah. is he now? Oh, no, he's about the same, mid-70s, same I age as my so. brothers, I think. No, that would have been his heyday of his career. Yeah, 50 years know. ago, in his 20s, 30s. 30s, yeah. Wow. Because he played with the Little River Band for a while, didn't he? There was there was some yeah. politicking with the Little River Band that yeah. went on. Oh, well, he was like the front man, I think, for a while, wasn't he? He was, I LRB. think, yeah. yeah. I think Shoick, Glenn Shoick put my foot in at once with Glenn Shoik. I didn't know who he was. They're playing at the Hilton 
And I was asked to set up the buffet for the band. And while I was setting up, this man came down and said, oh, this should be ready. It's not ready. And I said, oh, sorry, we must have been given the wrong time. I'll go and talk to the chef. So I went and organised with the chef. And, then, and so he started helping me set it all up. And mm. I thought, oh, you know, it's the manager. So I said, oh, how long have you been with the Little River Band? And he just glared at me. And I went, oh, well, that was the wrong question. I touched a nerve. And later like, on, don't you know who I am? <laughs> they got up on stage and it was Glenn Shock. <laughs> Everyone should know who you are. I wouldn't know him if I fell over. Don't you? Lo- I love doing that to people that became famous. Who did you say you were again? Yeah. Well, I have he, done it to an ex I, I New South Wales. Met premium. him a few times after that because Jackie got him to do the Glenshaw Scholarship Awards or something for the yep. Gourmet and Heritage Festival. And Glenn was delightful. He was just lovely. And he's he'd completely great. forgotten about your faux pas. Yes, he completely. <laughs> He didn't recognise me as that dreadful. He got over it. He got over it. (laughs) Anyway, back back to business. Back to business. 25 years ago, will it ever happen? Or according to the headline, will it ever happen? Four and a half years have passed since the Woolworths Gawler Shopping Centre development was announced and many local people are wondering whether any meaningful progress towards it is actually taking place. Concern is also mounting on whether Woolworths is still committed to the project. Woolworths maintains it is still proceeding positively with the project. And yes, Woolworths finished. And yes, they probably aren't selling Australia Day items, but then again... I was prepared to get uptight about it, and then I thought, hang on, I've never bought any Australian tape paraphernalia anyway. <laughs> it's all so what's, the point of me, what's the point of me getting yeah, uptight about yes. it? I'll leave Woolworths because they're just not providing service anymore, not providing what I need anymore. So, but Yes, I remember that long wait, because that was back when the children were very young, and yeah. it was like, actually being able to just go and buy a kid's singlet and go look really handy. It's the basic items you couldn't buy here. So getting Big W was really useful yeah. because until then there's a lot of basic goods that you couldn't buy yeah. in Gawler. Yep. But yes, I remember that long wait when I think there was a lot of problems with getting the land and clearance and permissions. and so. Uh, yeah, yeah, developments take longer. They do, they do. So on to 10 years ago, heatwave breaks records. The region sweltered under its most intense heatwave on record, with temperatures reaching 46.4 degrees. Roseworthy's peak of 46.4 on January the 16th was just 0.3 degrees shy of the 46.7 degree record set in January 2009. But the town broke two records for the longest run of days, above 42 and 45 degrees. The scorching conditions saw temperatures hit 45.7, 46 and 46.9 across three days and made up the longest run of days, 45 degrees and above. And I would say that record's gone, truly been broken since then, a few times. Yes, I mean, yeah, it gets hotter and... We have these hot spills and they're saying, Mm -hmm. well, it's the hottest day since, which means that... Since yeah. means it was hot back then too. But we have broken a lot of records. We have started Hottest breaking day, a lot more. Yeah, but, um, yeah. You know, mm. how much how much is oscillating? I, yeah, it's hard to Justin's pick. tracked it and there's like almost exponential curve and overall. So looking at just overall tendencies, it's certainly going on. Yeah. yeah. And rainfalls are doing the opposite. 
Although this summer we've been doing pretty well. So anyway, that's it for this week, Kate. That's it. And until that seems week. short and sharp, didn't it? It did. Is it not as long because they've got a photograph in it and then they've got a banner across yes, the Yes, so I think they're fairly short items. Because we don't have the image anymore, so... No, that's true. The gone yep. now and then image. <sighs> All change at the bunyip. Bye for now. Bye for now. Did we say goodbye? I don't no, know. We didn't. <laughs> Sorry. I've just started by point scoring here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Until yeah. next week. Until next week. For all life signs.